Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. This is Spencer. I'm reading the dictionary, all of the definitions and the things, and I'm explaining things and uh, giving you silly little phrases and jokes just to keep myself entertained, and hopefully you get a little entertained too, because uh, that's what this is all about. Life, you should be entertained. Okay, the first word in this episode is dolce vita. Dolce vita. Two words. Dolce is the first word. Vita. V-I-T-A. That is the second word. Noun from 1961. A life... Oh, that's an of. A life of indolence. Oh, that's not the word at all. A life of indolence and self-indulgence. Indolence? That's, I think, how you pronounce that word. Indolence. A life of indolence and self-indulgence. Called also... La dolce vita. This is Italian. It literally means sweet life. So what it's saying is that if you live a life of self-indulgence and indolence, uh, then that is a sweet life. And that is the life that everybody should have. But that's not necessarily how everybody would describe a sweet life for themselves. So this could be specific to certain only certain people. Um, yeah, like personally, um, I guess to an extent I want to be self-indulgent and selfish, but that's, that's mostly just like (laughs) self-care, which we all need food and sleep and physical fitness to some degree, potentially, and relaxing with those kinds of things. But I don't want to live a life that's just all about self-indulgence. That's not the sweet life to me. There's other people in the world. Uh, But yeah, Dolce Vita. There is a movie called La Dolce Vita, and I've never seen it, and I need to see it. So put it on the list. Okay, the sound effect is going to be cha-ching! The next word is doldrums, or doldrums, or how do you say it? Uh, Or doldrums. Doldrums, doldrums, doldrums. Noun. From 1811, one, a spell of listlessness or despondency. So if you have maybe temporarily some listlessness or despondency, you've got the doldrums. Ho-hums, I've got the doldrums. Number two is often capitalized. Uh, It is a part of the ocean near the equator abounding in calms, squalls, and light-shifting winds. I have never heard of the doldrums in terms of the water, the ocean. Huh, where is this specifically? I'll put a link in the show notes, or maybe post a picture on social media, uh, like a picture of a map or something. Where are the doldrums? I did not know. This sounds so funny. The earth has some doldrums. Number three. A state or period of inactivity, stagnation, or slump. Mmm, mmm, yeah, that's definitely the doldrums. Similar to number one, I think. We've all been there. We, we all get the doldrums sometimes. This is from the Old English word dol, D-O-L, which means foolish. Yeah, that, that doesn't really make sense to me. How did it become... How did foolish become listlessness, despondency, inactivity, stagnation, slump? 
Yeah, I don't know. Hey, whatever. That's that's English for you. It's just sometimes doesn't make sense. Cha-ching! Dole is next. D-O-L-E. First form. Noun from before the 12th century. Number one is archaic. One's allotted share, portion, or destiny. That is your dole. Because you've maybe been doled out your allotted share or your portion. Or your destiny. That one's fascinating. Hmm. 2A1. A giving or distribution of food, money, or clothing to the needy. So, yeah, this is the noun. So the things that have been doled out or given out or distributed, they are called the dole, which I'm not sure if I've ever heard those things described that way. 2A2, a grant of government funds to the unemployed. They get a dole that has been doled out. 2B, something distributed at intervals to the needy. And then also, this synonym is the number one definition for the word handout. Uh, so yeah, that seems like the, the, the common thread here with these last uh, one, two, three is all about things to the needy, things to things given to people who need them. I like those things. To see something portioned out bit by bit, just in general. Uh, here's a grape for you. There's a grape for you and a grape for me and a grape for you. There's three people in this scenario. A grape for you, person A, a a grape for you, person Z, and a grape for me. We are bit by bit doling out the doles, the grape doles. This is from the Old English dal or dale. Uh, That means portion. So that perfectly makes sense. And there's more at the word deal. Deal and dole. I don't remember if I said noun from before the 12th century. I must have. I'm so used to doing it. Now I'm like, did I even do it? Cha-ching! This second form of dole is the transitive verb from the 15th century. To give or distribute as a charity. And this is usually used with the word out. Like I have already said multiple times in this episode, dole out. Um... And, uh, yeah, specifically, it's dealing with things distributed to a charity, um, or or the charity is the thing that you are giving out, that you could use it in both ways. Um, That's interesting. I mean, I didn't realize it had to be so specific to that, because I just like, oh, you could dole out the things, dole out food, dole out whatever. But I guess specifically, dole has to be uh, charity and to the needy. Cha-ching! Maybe we should dole out some cha-chings to the people who need it. Or just get rid of that whole financial system in the first place. Or just in general. Okay, third form of dole, noun from the 13th century. It is archaic, and the synonyms are grief and sorrow. Oh, I have... Well, you can't say it because it's archaic, but... uh, I got the dole. I got the dole. Cha-ching! Doleful is next. Adjective from the 13th century. One, causing grief or affliction, as in a doleful loss. 
so this is looks like it's adding on to the third form of dole, which is archaic, but doleful, causing grief or affliction, that is not archaic. So I guess that one stuck around better than just dole did in that context. Two, full of grief. The synonym is cheerless. We feel like this sometimes. Yes, we do, but not all the time. Hopefully, everybody's different. As in, a doleful face. This is all about the grief, the sadness, no cheer. Three, expressing grief. The synonym is sad. As in, a doleful melody. Oh, that melody is expressing such grief, it makes me want to cry. Da, 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 do, 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 do. That's not entirely doleful. But, yeah, can't do it. Nope, nope, you can't make me. Dolefully is an adverb, and dolefulness is a noun. Cha-ching. Dole out. Yeah, we got the whole phrase here. Two words. Transitive verb from 1749. One To give or deliver in small portions. But this one is not talking about specifically charity or the needy or anything like this. I think it's talking about grapes. Number two, synonym is dish out. Dish out, dole out. Giving portions of the dish. Portions of the dole, which are also called dole. Make a dish with the things that have been dished out. The synonym is distribute. Chicka-chicka-ching! Next is dollarite. D-O-L-E-R-I-T-E. Dollarite. Noun from 1838. One. Any of various coarse basalts. They're very coarse. Those basalts. Dollarite. Yeah. If you see the I-T-E, I think a lot of times that's some sort of... Uh, ugh. What do, you, what do you, not a molecule, but a, um, there's a, there's a word in my head that I can't think of. Yeah, it's like this, uh, it's, it's a material, a naturally occurring kind of materially thing, a rock, a kind of something like that. Number two for dollarite, this is chiefly British and it is the number three definition for diabase. I don't even remember reading that. Dollaritic. That is an adjective. Oh, there's more more uh, etymology than I would have expected. This is from Greek, doloros, which means deceitful. Also from dolos, which means deceit. And that is from its being easily mistaken for diorite. Oh, fascinating. Dolorite is easily mistaken for diorite. And so because they felt like the, the, the rock gods, the earth, mother nature is being deceitful and tricky to us humans, then we named this second one dollarite for deceitfulness. That's a, that's a fascinating etymology right there. Cha-ching! Dolesome is next. D-O-L-E-S-O-M-E. Adjective from 1533, the synonym is doleful, which we read before. Uh, What's interesting, 
I guess, is that doleful is from the 13th century. Dolsum is from the... Okay, so the 13th century is the 1200s. Uh, Dolsum is from the 1500s. 300 years later, but it seems like doleful may have been the one that uh, it gets used more often because it has multiple definitions, and dolsum doesn't have any. Hmm. Uh, cha-ching! Cha-ching! This is a fun word. Dalecosaphalic. Dalecosaphalic. I think that's how you say it. D-O-L-I-C-H-O-C-E-P-H-A-L-I-C. Now, the word phallic is in there, but it's really the word cephalic. The C-E is part of that thing. I think that is... Uh, yeah, so let's read this. Um, adjective, because I think cephalic and phallic are very different. Adjective from 1852, having a relatively... Okay, well, this doesn't help. <laughs> having a relatively long head with cephalic index of less than 75. And this is making me want to go back to the word cephalic because I cannot remember what that means. Um, and so, you know, but if you know what phallic is, which I think is spelled with two L's, so I think this is not phallic at all, um, if you, but if you know what that means, then, uh, you can see why some of that definition was a little, uh, little strange. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. We, we got cephalic here with a C-E, uh, relating to the head, something about the head. Yeah, because it's from the, the Greek uh kephali which means head uh yeah 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 okay so it's all about the head i feel like i should have known that okay so dalecosaphalic is having a relatively long head there it's right in the definition with cephalic index of less than 75 now i don't know what the cephalic index is i may have said that when i got to if it was mentioned in, oh, maybe it was a whole other entry, cephalic index. I don't know what that is. What's What measurement are they using? The length from your chin to the, your crown or the way around? I'm not sure. But long head, that feels like it should be, I don't know, you got a pointy head? Hmm. Dalecocephaly is a noun. This is from the New Latin dolicocephalus, which means long-headed, which is from the Greek dolicos, which means long, and kephalos, which, uh, oh, kephali, which is head, yeah. And there's more at the word cephalic. So, uh, yeah, it's just about a long head, a long head. Do you have a long head? I think we need to, I don't know, post the link in the show notes or pictures on social media about this dalecosephalic thing what what and and what's this index of less than 75 75 what cha-ching dal is next or you can say mm, i guess doll i guess some people say doll d-o-l-l noun from circa 1700 one a small scale figure of a human being used especially as a child's plaything the children, they love to play with their dolls. Some adults like to play with dolls. Maybe they have a collection of dolls. There's a creepy movie called Dolls, I think, with lots of fun puppets and stop-motion animation, and it is a blast. 
a small-scale figure of a human being. There's lots of kinds of dolls. Uh, Number two, A1. A pretty but often empty-headed young woman. Hmm. Getting a little nasty here. Pretty but often empty-headed. Wow, okay. I mean, I guess, yes. I mean, people will call people words and we have to give definitions to how what they mean that word to mean what what they what they what's their intention of that word uh and so in this context it's not nice but that is kind of how people might use it whether or not the person is empty-headed or a woman or young or pretty doesn't necessarily matter i guess but I guess we're dealing with generalizations here. Uh, I don't even know what else to say about that. You know, it just, when I see something like that, it just sort of like, ooh, yeah. I have to say, um, I have been listening to my episodes. Every time they air in the morning, I listen to them, make sure it's all posted fine and whatever. Um, But uh, every once in a while, I hear something and I'm like, ooh, I really screwed that up. Um... There was one recently, I don't remember what it was, Um, I sometimes think, oh, I should put a thing on social media, but nobody sees it anyway, I should, oh, sorry, I said this thing this way, sometimes I'll put it in the show notes, Um, one that did pop into my head recently was, I think I said uh, African American, and I realized later, and then I heard something today that, like, reinforced this, like, oh, that, that is not really a phrase that should be used that much because you probably don't know what this person's ancestry is. Uh, And I think the context that I said it was very clearly not American or African-American. Maybe they may not have come from America. Maybe they weren't, or sorry, come from Africa, or maybe they weren't even in America. And so like my brain just sort of used that phrase automatically. And I was, I'm just trying to say, I'm, I'm trying to do better and feel free to call me out on these things because I know I will screw up. I do, I have, and I will. Okay, back to doll. 2A2, the synonym is woman. Yo, what up, doll? Are you empty-headed? Yeah, people, people do that. 2B, the synonyms are darling and sweetheart. So many ways to use this word. And to see an attractive person is a doll. I wonder what came first. The plaything or uh, any of these other ones. An attractive person, darling, sweetheart, woman, pretty but often empty-headed young woman. Hmm. 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 <laughs> hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Dollish or doll- dollish. That is an adjective dollishly is an adverb and dollishness is a noun i feel like calling a human being a doll really should only be used by very specific certain people in certain contexts um you know the this the very stereotypical use of uh, an older man, I guess, uh, to be slightly general, uh, just an older man using it, uh, even if they don't mean it in any 
gross way still kind of kind of comes off that way uh, just makes me uncomfortable so i don't know as much as you can don't try not to use a word like this or honey or sweetie or anything like that uh unless you know the person and know that they'll be cool with it i don't know i don't know that's just what i feel oh the etymology it is probably from the word the name doll which is a nickname for dorothy not sure how doll became a nickname for dorothy that's kind of interesting uh but yeah and then i guess it just it was went on from there cha-ching the next word is cha-ching dollar d-o-l-l-a-r noun from 1553 number one the synonym is huh taylor T-A-L-E-R. And I don't think I know what that word is. Taylor. I mean, I've heard of like the tailor who deals with clothes, but uh, not this tailor. Oh, well, here's more. Number two, any of numerous coins patterned after the tailor as a Spanish peso. So, oh, you know, our etymology is actually going to give us more about this, but not sure how helpful it'll be. Okay, now is it Taler? And you have numerous coins patterned after the... Maybe it's Taler, because that would be a more uh, Spanish way to say that word. Hmm. Okay, 3A. Any of various basic monetary units, as in the U.S. and Canada, and it says to see the money table. So just various monetary units are the dollar. I mean, are we talking about... The ones and the fives and the tens, or do you, yeah, just just various basic monetary units is dollar. We use it so interchangeably. Even if a country doesn't use the dollar, we might still call it a dollar, even though it's totally wrong. 3B, a coin, note, or token representing one dollar. Uh, yeah, a lot of countries will use a coin. Um, well, I mean... Does, the, does Canada use a dollar coin? They might. They might. I can't remember. America does have dollar coins, but they are so rarely used that the, that the, the paper is what we use if we're going to use paper at all. We use cards so frequently. Um, and then, yeah, a token, I guess, like if you go to a, an, a fair or something and you buy tokens, $1 per token, that your token represents a dollar. How many other countries use dollars other than U.S. and Canada? I'm waiting for your answer. Okay. Number four, the synonym is, would you pronounce it ringgit? Ringgit. R-I-N-G-G-I-T. Ringgit. I don't know what this word is. Five, money obtained from a specific source, as in, the tourism dollar. So it's just representing just money in general. All right, so where did our money come from? Our name for our money here in America and Canada and maybe other places that I'm still waiting for your answer on. Well, it is from, it's from German. T-A-L-E-R, Taler. I don't know how to say it. Taler, Taler. It is short for, oh, is this, uh, jo- oh, I'm not going to pronounce this correctly. Um, 
jo Joachim Staller. That is from Sankt Joachimstal, Bohemia, where tallers were first made. And I know, I know that I pronounced all of that just, just horrifically. I'm sorry for your German ears. Um, so I guess what I'm thinking is that the tallers, I mean, it sounds a lot like dollar, dollar, taller, uh, that those were the older uh, forms of money used in Germany or Bohemia, I guess. Um, and then here in America or other places changed the the spelling and maybe the pronunciation and it turned it into dollar. Hmm. Yeah, we definitely got to put a link in the show notes, I think, for dollar and toller and all this stuff. Fascinating stuff, man. Ching. Dollar a year is next. Three words with hyphens. Adjective from 1918. Compensated by a token salary, usually for government service, as in a dollar a year man. Uh, I, I'm still a little confused about this. Compensated by a token salary? Yeah. This is, this is different than anything I'm used to. It's from 1918, so maybe this is not a thing that really is used anymore or something. I feel so dumb when I do this. I hope, I hope that uh, makes some of you feel a little better about yourself. Cha-ching! Dollar cost averaging. That's three words. Noun from circa 1957. Investment in a security at regular intervals of a uniform sum regardless of the price level in order to obtain an overall reduction in cost per unit, called also dollar averaging. And I was paying so much attention to reading it, I was not listening to it or comprehending it. So you're investing in a security, in a this thing, at regular intervals, so you're doing it multiple times, um, of a uniform sum, so I guess you're investing the same amount every time possibly, regardless of the price level. So no matter, okay, so this maybe is like the stocks. The stocks go up and down, and they might be at one, maybe they're at $10, and then the next time you invest, they're at $15, but you're still investing the same amount of money, even though it has gone up to $15. And you're doing that in order to obtain an overall reduction in cost per unit. So the more money that goes into the thing, the overall cost per unit goes down, I guess? Yeah. Sure, why not? Cha-ching! Dollar day. That's next. Dollar day. Two words, noun from 1949. A day on which special low prices are offered. Is this a thing that even exists anymore? I mean, we have sale days, but a dollar day? Hmm. I think we need to bring this back. Every day can be dollar day to you if you join my Patreon for $1 a month. You only pay $1 one day a month, and you'll get early episodes. Last word in this episode, dollar diplomacy. Two words, noun from 1910, one Diplomacy used by a country to promote its financial or commercial interests abroad. 
Two, diplomacy that seeks to strengthen the power of a country or affect its purposes in foreign relations by the use of its financial resources. <sighs> Anytime money or politics or foreign affairs is brought into the conversation, uh, my, my brain really just shuts down. I don't know what to do with that information. Uh, it's, it's a big, I don't know, I, 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 I don't know, I don't know. Well, let's read the words and think about what we want to pick as the word of the episode. We had dolce vita, doldrums, dole, 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 doleful, dole out, dolorite, dolsome, dolicocephalic, dal, dollar, dollar a year, dollar cost averaging, dollar day, dollar diplomacy. Hmm. Okay, well, I, I mean, I do like the sweet life. I don't like that it's all about self-indulgence, though. Uh, not too much self-indulgence, please and thank you. Um, let's see. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of debating between dollar and dole, as in, you know, doling out uh, to give or distribute as a charity. I really, really like that idea, so I think I'm probably going to pick that. That's the second form of dole. Um, now, you can dole out dollars, uh, but I do feel like I want to say, I don't know, I have very mixed uh, feelings and emotions about dollar, the dollar, money in general. Um, I, I don't know. There's no, I don't have a great way to say this, but I just feel like, oh, the whole idea of money and greed really just freaks me out and turns me off and I feel like so many people their their whole life is all about just being financially successful and you know yes I get to a degree like you 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 kind of need to make money in this society <sighs> but I don't like that idea I don't feel like we well okay let me just say I've been watching the Orville and uh Star Trek, it's the same same kind of world. And there was a great episode that I just watched of the Orville where they really talk about this. And I, I'm not going to give the exact quotes, but basically they were like, we live in a society, we have advanced so far that we don't need money. You are, whatever you do, if you do the thing that you love to do, that is your value. You don't need money to have value. Um, and I just really wish and hope that we could get to that uh, in in the relatively near future, maybe even in my lifetime, I the fact that we like focus so much of our time and effort on money, it's uh, it just really hurts me. It hurts my soul. It does, and um, we shouldn't we shouldn't have to do that. I have said it to myself for years. Can I just get paid to be myself? Like, why should I have to do? You know, so many people have jobs that they don't want just because of the paycheck because they have to make money. It just it's just really uh, frustrating that we live in a society like this. Um, and so if we didn't have that and you could just have value as being yourself and doing the thing that you love, uh, whether it's working on a starship or listening to music. Oh, and the other thing about that was the woman was like, well, why don't you just be lazy all the time? And she was like, well, because... It, it's not actually that much fun. We we want to do things. 
Uh, and there are, you know, things, passions. And if you want to do that, you can do that. But really, when it comes down to it, it's probably not the thing that you want to be doing. It's just be lazy all the time. I think you might get bored. Anyway, that was a long fucking tangent. I'm sorry about that. I picked dole as the word of the episode. Let's dole out things to charity. People need things called doles to be doled out to them. The lamest song ever. Okay, that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Not anything else other than that. Goodbye.